Welcome to the Sunshine State. I am your host, Sunshine Wiley. Hopefully everybody has had a wonderful week. I know I sure have. I'm actually so glad that you're here and excited about all the amazing things that are happening for me and around me. Been hearing some amazing stories from listeners about how they've been applying living with a mentality of gratitude and the glass half full. It's super cool to hear. Talk to a few people who also stated that in their lives, they've actually had to um, bench a few folk and create that healthy space. So that's all wonderful to hear. And making sure that you are taking care of your sacred space of your home within makes a wonderful difference. So I'm super happy to hear about that. Uh, We actually all have a responsibility to make sure that we are checking in with ourselves and maintaining our peace. So applying those things is all a really, 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 really good thing. And I know it's been helping me and I'm glad it's helping you guys too. Now, real quick, before I get into it, I want to give a shout out to the Boulevard Ave gentlemen. These guys are one of the um, respected podcast groups in the Chicago area and I actually met one of the hosts from his involvement with um, another podcast called the Chauvinist Pigs. I will actually host them on an upcoming show which you will not want to miss. These guys are a very good time and a very interesting group so I'm excited about that Uh, but I want to thank them for inviting me to the Glapit Nova Unconference. What a wonderful experience that was. I actually had the chance to do an impromptu wellness session at the conference, meeting some great people and building some even greater relationships. As you can see, I'm, you know, on my super gratitude today. Um, There are so many good things that are happening and I'm more happy about them each and every day. It always feels good to work for something and see it begin to actually happen. So it's all love around. Um, anyway, today I want to dive into a topic that is quite close to my heart and is very sensitive area for many, um, including myself. Today, I'm going to talk about my daily walk as a rape survivor. Um, I, like many others, was a victim of sexual assault at a very young age. At the age of eight, my home was broken into, robbed, and I was raped, beaten, tied to a refrigerator in order to singe the edges of my hair with a lighter. Um, I was then forced face first into um, a sink um, to try to extinguish the flames that were um, going in my hair and um, nearly drowned at that time as a result. In a panic from all that, you know, the guy had actually done, uh, he was like, okay, now that I've done all this to this girl, 
what do I do now? And so in a frenzy, he ran out the back door in an attempt to kidnap me by jumping over a wall that was in my backyard. Um, the only thing that actually saved me was the fact that I was not forced to go over that wall first. You know, once the guy got over the wall, I ran back into the house, locked the door. I then called my parents and the police. From that day, several things begin to happen. I live every day knowing that my reality could be worse. And I am grateful that it isn't. I can look at a man and receive love with open arms. That was a very traumatic time, but these things mean so much more to me than that horrible event. You know, there are still many things lingering from those moments so many years ago. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I can still say right now I am a survivor. Now, some of the things that um, have lingered for me. Um, first, uh, I actually have sought to have people protect me, um, you know, go to bat for me or have my back, so to speak. Um, I'm huge on loyalty. I know that's, you know, that's a good thing to actually require. But for me, it was actually to a fault. I needed to have people protect me or I wouldn't feel like I was appreciated or loved because I felt like what I've always been missing is protection from family, from friends. I, I truly never felt protected. I felt like no one was there for me. I deeply felt like I was always the outsider and alone. Even when people would listen to me, it seemed like they didn't really care to be there. Now, this may seem all gloom and doom, but it's my truth. It may not be the reality of what actually happened or what I actually had, but it's how I felt. Sometimes our feelings don't always tell us the truth. Sometimes our feelings betray us and convince us of symptoms surrounding what's really going on with us. The fact of the matter was that I had a terrible thing to happen to me, and I didn't have anyone to rescue me from that moment. I also became an extreme exaggerator. You know, I... I was like a person who'd like to embellish things or lie, AKA. Um, <laughs> I would say things that were true, but add a little extra spice to it to make it a little more um, interesting, to make things seem better, to make myself seem smarter or more whatever than I actually was. I just didn't want to seem like the self-loathing person I actually was. You know, it carried on to various areas of my life. And until I actually began to honestly address those things, I was not able to love or let people in to receive the love that they were attempting to give me. To be totally honest, it's been through very patient and transparent conversations with my therapist and those who are in my inner circle that I'm now able to say that I'm truly experiencing love from external sources and even for myself. Self-hate crept in through so many doors and working my way out of this has been a chore. I look forward to the day I can say I'm completely over that, but I'm extremely proud of the progress being made and the actual help of the steps on this journey. You would not believe how much writing down things that I'm grateful for daily is helping me to look beyond what I do not have. I'm a people pleaser at times, so putting people in the bench section is not really an easy thing to follow through with. Even when I hate a person's guts, when they've done everything to make me angry, upset, mad, and disappointed, it's not super easy for me to bench them. You know, I just, I just had to really take my own advice and go full force, which meant being honest with myself and, and really, really taking a close look at those relationships that did not serve me well. To be honest with you, I, 
I don't always do a good job of cutting people off completely. But through honest assessment of myself and the health of the relationships I have, I've been able to see that some do not serve my emotional health or wellness, which right now in this season is primary. I had to make sure that certain people were benched. I have to take control very seriously of my home within. And I can't pretend to know everything about everyone else's journey. But as a person who was in the dark and is starting to finally see the light, all of these things matter. Checking in with yourself when things just seem super out of whack, writing down the things that you're grateful for in each day, focusing your thoughts on the things that help you to see the light instead of the darkness. All of this is making a world of difference for me. And from all the feedback, it seems like it's helping others as well. You know, I just want to encourage you guys to join me. This journey is about all of us. You know, we each have areas that hurt and lack peace. This podcast is not about horror stories and emotional gossip. Its motive is to speak honestly and freely about real issues and seek everyday solutions to help us all along in our lives. I cannot say that I am completely over every aspect of the things that I face, but I can say I've survived. None of us are what we have faced in the past. We are mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, sisters, brothers, aunties, cousins, nephews, friends, husbands, wives, etc., We seek to live balanced lives full of light, peace, love, hope, and happiness. Everything we seek to find is there for us and can most certainly be found. This is a journey of hard work, and we are not afraid of that work. We are careful with the words we speak to ourselves because we know that negative self-talk is far more harmful than any other outside voice. We understand that we are worth the work. We are worth every effort we put into ourselves. We love the people in our lives. However, we understand that they do not exist solely to please us. It is not their responsibility to make us happy. It is not their responsibility to take control of our emotional health, healing, or wellness. It is up to us, and we understand that. These are the kind of things that I say to myself and reaffirm myself in so that I can remind myself of the things that I'm currently doing and the things that are to come because everything might not be here right now I might not have achieved or arrived every last one of those things those uh, confessions that I've made but listen they will happen and I have zero doubt about it you know this isn't a fake it till you make it kind of journey this is a be grateful because I'm determined to make it kind of journey look between me and you I'm too excited because the more we work towards a goal, the more it is realized. There is absolutely nothing that can stop us but us. Let's take the opportunities to really step outside of ourselves and grow. I told you all about my story as a survivor, not because I wanted you all to have shock value after the end of this podcast. I said it because I know that many other people out there like me are living in fear. Many other people out there like me are too ashamed to even tell their story. It actually took me a while before I even told my mother what actually happened. Now, the guy was arrested and all that kind of stuff, but he was arrested for breaking and entering. He was never arrested for my assault because I didn't tell anybody. I was too afraid. I thought it was my fault 
I thought I was to blame. I thought so it, there was there were so many things that were in my mind at that time to make me feel like, you know, if you hadn't been so stupid, this wouldn't have happened. If you hadn't been so naive, this wouldn't have happened. If you had actually been paying attention, it's so many things came into my mind. And as a result, I thought it was my fault. And once you take on that role of thinking that whatever bad thing has happened to you is your fault, that's when you start to go down the drain like I did. Because, you know, I didn't go off into heavy drug use or anything like that. But the things that I did face as a result were bad enough. And everybody has their own thing. And we've already talked before about, you know, my uh, attempted suicide. And I'm telling you, these things are not easy to say because they're very emotional and, and very triggering. But I'm honestly sick of being a slave of fear and so I absolutely refuse to go forward anymore feeling like I cannot completely take control over every aspect of my narrative. I will not be held down anymore by the things that I'm faced because I am taking control of them and I have decided that I will lead and I will heal completely. Not because it's the right thing to do or because somebody else wants me to, but because for me, I desire to be completely disgustingly happy. <laughs> you know, I desire to live a life that's full of passion. So being able to share these things is as much for me as it is for other people who might be able to gain something from it. One thing I do want to bring up uh, before we do in the pod podcast I want to actually talk about the fact that there is no way that it will ever be okay for someone to feel like they can justify rape. So I recently wrote a blog post for Logic Media Group. And um, within that blog post, um, to tie into this podcast, I wrote about um, the social media aspect of being a rape victim slash survivor. But the blog post that I wrote um, was entitled Social Media Strikes Again. And from that standpoint, I talked about um, being a survivor of rape. And one of the friends that uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever suggested happened to be your rapist. You haven't seen or heard or thought about whoever this rapist was in 20 years almost. But that moment that you see that face suggested to you on social media, it makes you cringe. It brings you down to the very moment that everything happened. And in that blog post, I made some suggestions that I will not say are easy to follow, but these are things that I suggested. I suggested that uh, not only would you block that person, but you block every last one of the mutual associations that that person might have with you, regardless of who they are. Block them because that person needs absolutely zero access to you. I also suggested not to look on their page or 
any of that stuff because all of that stuff is just basically going to take you into a rabbit hole of feeling like, why should they be happy? Why should they be free? And although you might be right in that thinking, that does not serve you. It does not help you. And so I made that suggestion as well. Another suggestion that I made is if you're like me and didn't actually tell anybody about it at the time, make sure that you um, open up, that you speak up about it. Because at the end of the day, you might be saving the same thing from happening to someone else. And it might feel like it's too late. It might feel like it's far reaching, but we need to be free. And being able to be free is really making sure that you are cutting and wrapping up every last loose end as it pertains to those things in your past. And this is a very serious topic. It's no laughing matter. So um, sorry if I'm super, super somber today, but I mean, this is a real thing and it's a real thing that many of us have faced and What I never want to do is I don't want to take something like this lightly. I don't want to speak as if this is something that, oh, people should just get over. You don't just get over something being taken from you or being violated in such a way. That's not something you can just shake off and get over. There are people who are psychologically damaged right now who have decided that for the reasons that they were abused by a person of the same sex, that they will stay away from everybody who is in whatever sex their rapist was in. Or they won't talk to people who have the the same name. Or they won't be around people who favor them because the memory hurts too much. All of that I can respect. These are things that happen. And these are things that are real for people out here. And so taking someone's rape lightly is, is, is not cool. Like this whole situation with R. Kelly, I haven't really weighed in on it because I, I, I try to stay far away from the court of public opinion because all day and night, people will justify the bad actions of people Because they feel like in their interactions with them, this person was a good person. So they can't possibly be this monster that other people have experienced. Let me tell you something right now. A lot of monsters have a beautiful, happy face on. A lot of monsters have these smiles and, and, and nice demeanors. And you would never know that they were that type of a monster. Every monster is not mean. Every monster is not scary. So keep that in mind when you try to justify someone, someone doing something vile and vicious. Now, I won't say that I believe or disbelieve or whatever about R. Kelly. All I'm saying is that if everything that was said about him are true, this is a disgusting man. And that's all I'll say about it. Because as a mother, I would never, ever want somebody to justify the behavior of a man who decided that the virtue or the innocence of a child was less important than his own desires. That I'll never be able to subscribe to, ever. And even even with the whole 
with all the other um, entertainers who have been accused of date rape and things like that. I'll never be able to get on board with that. Now, some of these stories I'm not, you know, completely convinced of because some of these women seem like they're bandwagoners, but that's not for me to judge. I, I got a whole lot more going on in my life than to try to judge whether somebody's story is true or false. So I'm not really giving energy to that. But for those that have legitimate cases, I do hope that justice is served in every last one of them because everybody deserves peace. And in this society that we live in, a lot of times people are not held accountable if they're um, a crowd favorite. And that's not okay. That's not okay. But I won't uh, continue my banter about that because as you know, I would have strong feelings about something like that as a survivor. Um, just continue on in this process. Continue on in being transparent with yourself. If you need to seek therapy, I have. And, you know, it's helped. And I will seek therapy again in the future. Because from time to time, you need to check in and you need to be able to sit down and be honest about everything that's going on with you so that you can say, OK, hey, I need help in this area. And, and that's OK. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There are actually free programs and free options available out there if you feel like you can't afford it, especially for those who have been victims of sexual assault. I know for one, there's the YWCA. They offer free services for people, not just women, um, from ages three years old and up. So there are options out there. I'll leave you with this. With the proper amount of work, I truly believe that we can get over these mountains together. I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in today, for um, sticking with me throughout all of these podcast episodes that I've um, created. Once again, I am your host, Sunshine Wiley. Uh, remember to subscribe, like, and share. Um, be sure to also visit the website. It's www.sunshinestate.com. Again, that's www.sunshinestate.com. That's sunshine with an O. Um, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Love on each other. Be kind to each other. Have a good one. So stand out, stand out, stand out. You're here, you're free, absolutely where you Thank you for joining the journey to the Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness.